Welcome to the Nashville Fitness Podcast, hosted by doctors of physical therapy, Chris and Ross. Here we're going to dive into all things movement, health, and fitness. And we're going to chat with some local fitness experts and friends about their areas of expertise. We hope you enjoy it. Nashville Fitness Podcast. This is Colleen and Andrea is here with me as well. We are two of your doctors of physical therapy at Be Ready Performance Therapy. And today we have Malin from Fleet Feet. She's going to be joining us today talking about Fleet Feet and their fit process and just her journey with trail running and her own fitness journey in the last few years. Um, so I originally met Malin when I was working at Fleet Feet between undergrad and graduate school. Um, and she had been working at Fleet Feet for quite a long time yeah. <laughs> at that point. Um, and she was one of the first people that kind of introduced me to the trail running scene in Nashville and where I just kind of learned the difference between trail shoes and street shoes and the different programs that Fleet Feet has. So we are super happy to have you here today, Malin. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to just tell us kind of like how long you've been at Fleet Feet, um, and just why you like working there. Um, so I'm actually coming up on my nine-year anniversary next week. Uh, so a long time, yeah. I'm, I'm one of the veterans. Um, but I, yeah, I love working for Fleet Feet. It's just a great to connect with the running community and also being able to help people with the right gear and shoes and, you know, and just uh, kind of talk running and fitness in general. Um, and the community, the run community, or the people at Fleet Feet too are also super cool. So it's fun to uh, be surrounded with people that share a common interest. Yeah. yeah. Nine years is a long time to be, I feel like, in retail. And Fleet Feet is such a good place to true, be. True, true. Yeah, it is a long time. I'm, I'm there a few days a week now. I'm not there full time anymore. Um, but yeah, still kind of can't leave the place because it's so fun. <laughs> Did you ever think you'd be there this long? No, I didn't. Um, but... Yeah, yours just kind of keep going by and uh, <laughs> keep checking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's awesome. So I know you do a lot of trail running and used to lead some trail running groups. So how long had you been leading those trail running um, groups? I started with the trail running groups called the Dirt Bags. Um, yeah, funny it's a name. Yeah, I know it's a great name. Uh, and 2013, that's uh, when I had my first training group. Um, we did a 50k training and usually like a half marathon training also. Um, and I did that up to like 2019 or 2020, somewhere around there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What does that look like if I was coming into that? training group oh sure know, my first 50k or something what, what would that look like uh, so I would actually take some time to uh, customize the running schedule to each person to a degree um, so um, and then you know we kind of come up with a plan the group would meet um, once a week in the park but then you would also have other opportunities to run with uh, some fellow trail runners during the week as well we could set that up but um, yeah usually was like a 12 to 16 week program um, and we should kind of guide you through it. That's great. And all levels. Awesome. Why do you love trail running? Um, I like it because it allows you to um, slow down a little bit. You don't go by pace as much, or at least I don't. Um, I usually go by time on my feet. And, you know, you're allowed to walk the hills. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, It's just a little more relaxed. And I also like being out in nature. It's something kind of primal to be running through the woods or quickly walking through the woods. 
you know? Yeah, that is one thing I always thought about when I first, because trail running for the first time was actually once I started working at Three Feet. I had never done it before. And I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of road running at the time, but mm-hmm. once I tried trails, I was like, this is just so much different. Like you said, you're not watching time necessarily like I would just be running and I would look down and be like I've been going for 40 minutes and that's right yeah like such an accomplishment and when people ask me about trail running one of the things I always mention is like you're having to calculate your steps so much because you're having to look at the rocks or the root branch coming up and when you're planning like your time just goes by so much faster it really does yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, no two steps are really the same like they are in road running. That's exactly, yeah. And it's kind of nice with a varied pace, too, you know. We've, you know, it's kind of the terrain sets the pace. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, absolutely. On that note, what has been one of your favorite races or trail trail running events? Oh, gosh. It's so hard to pick one. I've done so many fun ones, but one sticks out, um, and it's a race... I actually booked sort of last minute because I was, uh, it was in the winter time. I was tired of the winter and I needed some, an adventure. And I found this race in Nicaragua. At 50. <laughs> last minute? Sort of last minute, like a month, like maybe like six weeks out or something. Wow. Still like in not a whole lot of time. Um, and I managed to convince some of my friends to come with me. Uh, it's a 50k up a volcano on this oh. island called Island Amatepe um, in Lake in yeah in Nicaragua. Oh my goodness! Yes, and that was just an <laughs> epic adventure. It's amazing. I know it was wow. in the winter. Was it hot and humid? Yeah, it was definitely uh, hot there for sure. Yeah, that's like their hot season before the rainy season wow. hits. So yeah. So how many of you guys went? We were. Let's see. Five of us, I think. Five. Those are some cool oh, friends that yeah. just like six weeks before, sure, I'll run a volcano, like not a big deal. I, I think we're all ready to get out of town, you know, like the dreary, cold, you know, like humid winter. That's amazing. Do you know what the elevation uh, was? I don't. It, it probably wasn't like too crazy, but it was very, very steep. And like the terrain was just nuts. I mean, I've never done anything like it. And I mean, mud going up to your hips. Um, like holding on to tree branches, climbing over. I mean, it was just like, what am I doing again? And why am I here? <laughs> Do I regret this? <laughs> yeah. It may have taken me um, a very long time to finish that 50K, but, you yeah. know, it was so worth it. What a cool story. Yeah. I would love to see pictures of that at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. And I was planning on doing it again next year, but it got canceled due oh, to no. permitting issues. So, oh. well, you know. <laughs> one of these days I'll make yeah. it back do you have any like bucket list races or events that you wanted to do you know what I had a bucket race list uh, last year um, the western states 100 um, and I didn't finish it it's my first DNF oh, no. <laughs> yeah it just uh, wasn't a good race for me but yeah, yeah so I don't think I have another one I've been still kind of recovering from that a little bit um, but, um, you know, you'll get over it. Or I get over yeah. it, I should yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. One, get over it. I mean, that's a huge thing just to even say in your mind, like, I'm going to go run the Western States. Sure. Yeah, I made that's it to amazing. the starting line, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little injured. That was part of the issue. And I decided to just try it anyway because you kind of have to because it's such an epic race. Yeah. 
So definitely you're going to try it again, you think? I, you know, it's so hard to get into, and I don't know if I have it in me to uh, yeah. keep trying, like re-qualify and, you know. So yeah. and there's so many other great races to do. Right. So, yeah. So that's what one of the things we were going to ask is kind of do you have any other race on the docket? I now? do. I actually have a race next weekend down in, Ch- in Georgia, a 35-miler. Okay. And then I'm on the waiting list for another race that I love called the Havelina 100 out in Arizona. And that's in the end of October. That'll be nice. So Arizona I'm, in October. Yes. I'm 11 on the waiting list. I think I may get in. I'm not sure. I've heard about that race. Oh, it's so and fun. It, looks it, it is so fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a race in the desert outside um, Scottsdale, Arizona. And. Uh, it's just magical. It's a very big race, and it's around Halloween, so people dress up in costumes, oh, and <laughs> you know, and, and you have all ages from yeah. you know young, very young people to people like in their eighties running it. I mean, a hundred miler. It's wow. the coolest thing. So now, when you do these, do you go by yourself or do you bring other people? I, we usually go in a group. Yeah, okay. usually, yeah, I wouldn't go by myself. enough. Does it ever happen then that if okay, let's say like three of you guys want to go, that one or two of you gets in or gets into the race and the other one like gets waitlisted or you know I think we've been pretty lucky so okay. far yeah that's good but yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you have to take extra people with you too to be your crew a lot of the times it's helpful for sure you know to have people helping you out at night or you know yeah so that's pretty common in those longer races that you will have a crew or at least a couple of friends that you know will meet you at you know at some of the aid stations and yeah. That's amazing. You are amazing. Oh, no, no. no. Anyone can do it. Yeah, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And speaking of your fitness goals, I do want to bring up the little nugget that you dropped on us when you <laughs> arrived today. Um, Molly shared with us that she's been doing CrossFit recently. So you want to tell us about that, sir? Yeah. Um, so I started CrossFit in May. Um, so I'm pretty new at it. Um, I just, uh, you know, COVID hit and I kind of got out of shape a little bit and just needed to be uh, kind of <laughs> shook up a bit yeah. when it comes to my training and needed a new challenge. So I decided to um, do CrossFit. Always been curious about it. It seems like a good hour of hard, you know, just hop on the train, you know, don't have to think too much and just do it. Yeah. And I love it. It's been a good, you know, addition to my running training mm-hmm. and we had talked about um just wondering okay because a lot of people i think look at if they're doing endurance or long distance running and then they think about weight training or weightlifting. sometimes the thought is being scared to do that because it would hinder your training so can you kind of speak to what your experience has been yeah i was wondering about that at first myself but i have noticed it's actually benefited benefited me greatly i mean it's, it's got me yeah, it hasn't hindered me at all. It's um, it's been a, a I'm stronger. I feel more injury free, and um, uh, I had to give up a couple of days of running and do CrossFit instead. But it's been a good replacement for what I do. I think if you're like gonna be an elite runner and maybe PR Boston right, or something right. like that, maybe that could be a different story. But for trail running, it's awesome. Yeah. It's been a huge compliment. Oh, for sure. That's great. And you look really strong. I know our <laughs> listeners can't see Malin, but she is looking fierce. <laughs> well, it definitely got me back in shape very quickly. <laughs> it shook you up, yes. It certainly did, yes. <laughs> awesome. 
to your running a little bit, we were curious if you have a favorite trail running shoe and maybe why it's your favorite shoe. Ooh, ooh. I think uh, traditionally uh, I've done Hoka Speed Goat. It's been one of my favorite shoes. Um, it's just a lot, you know, good balance between cushion, good grip. So, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Do you train in multiple shoes when you run? Uh, well, working for Fleet Feet, <laughs> I have the benefit of, um, you know, try, trying a lot of different shoes. So I do, yeah, I yeah. train in a lot of different shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm kind of um, putting you on the spot with this one, but is that something you would recommend for runners when they are buying shoes to have multiple trainers or um, stick with one? I think... If you can swing it, it's not a bad thing to, you know, run in different shoes. Mm -hmm. I would recommend that, yes. Yeah. And then from an educational standpoint, how many miles can you put on a pair of shoes before? We say around 350 to 500, but it's going to vary by body weight and, you know, how hard you are on your shoes. Yeah. Um, obviously, like a 110-pound woman is going to be able to <laughs> wear her shoes longer than somebody that weighs, you know, 300 pounds. Yeah. While we're kind of on the topic of <laughs> shoes, um, we were curious about um, maybe if someone has never been to Fleet Feet before, if you could describe your fit process a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so when you come to Fleet Feet, um, you'll be greeted by an outfitter who will sit down and ask you a few questions about your, you know, what your goals are. It, it could be yeah, just kind of find out if you're a runner, walker, if there are any injuries, and why you are visiting Fleet Feet. Um, and then um, from there, we do uh, kind of analyze your foot a little bit, do a gait analysis, watch your walk. And then we have this cool thing called a Fit ID, which is a, like a foot scanner you step on that will take all kinds of measurements of your feet. Um, and uh, we also have a pressure plate that you can walk on to like show kind of where you're putting pressure. And from that, you can also have customized inserts made it's a lot but yeah but you we, you know kind of depends on what you're coming in for but you will be you know going through that process and then we'll make some recommendations based on what we see yeah yeah that's great i feel like i've heard a lot of people who have never been to fleet feet before once they go they do the fit process mm -hmm. they get the shoes that they recommend a lot of their comments are usually along the line of like, oh, I was wearing the wrong type of shoes, or mm -hmm. I didn't know what size I was supposed to be in, or I had no idea how many different types of shoes there were, or what type of foot I had. Just like all of these pieces of information that I feel like are very powerful for people to have. Oh, absolutely. And they want to be active. Yeah. And like, shoes are so important to having a good workout, so I feel like it's just so important to know, at least if you go once a year or at least once to get an idea of like what are you what type of feet do you have uh, oh absolutely I mean do you have a flexible foot rigid foot you know there are shoes for those you know different types of feet mm -hmm. or yeah I I actually went in and was <laughs> fit by Malin for some running shoes I've been a runner for years and thought I had a good grip on things and Malin actually recommended I go a half size up in my shoe and it's been great so far. Oh, good. Hopefully my toenails won't turn black anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty common that people are wearing shoes that are too small yeah. to exercise in. I mean, that's what we see the most. Mm -hmm. um, 
typically you go up about half to full size from what you would wear in your everyday shoe. So yeah, and that was a great piece of knowledge for me to gain. So yeah. your recommendations good. are solid. <laughs> well, good, good. <laughs> and I think too, like just kudos to Fleet Feet, which is why I speak the praises so much of what you guys do, is because working there for the year that I did, that was before I went to PT school. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about feet and how they look and the different types that there are and how if someone's standing there what their feet look like in front of you versus what it looks like when they run it can be two totally different things and that knowledge actually helped me so much when I went to PT school and we got to the foot and the ankle I I was picking up on things because I was like oh yeah I remember that or I remember seeing that yeah feet or um, so I just think that the team in general has so much knowledge and you don't really get that anywhere else when it comes to buying shoes. Like what you guys do is very special in my mind. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, they do take some time to uh, train us to make sure that we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know we talked about um, shoes, but Fleet Feet has a lot more than just shoes. Correct. So one of the other things that we were going to talk about, um, just kind of your tips or your favorite recovery tools for post-run, what you like to use. Um, so I like to use different like massage tools, like a massage stick or like a foam roller. If you want to go fancy, you can get one of those like massage guns. Those are pretty nice. Um, but also I think like in recovery, it's really important that you eat something too after you finish, especially in the long run. You want to make sure that you eat pretty soon after because that will aid in your recovery just immensely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're, I'm sure you're a pro at fueling during running with all these things that you've done. Do you have any favorite ways to I think uh, during races, I tend to eat what's offered on what they call the aid stations. And that can be a variety of uh, foods and from good things to pretty junky food. But um, but in training, I do prefer to do gels or gummies um, and then drink water. So I don't put my nutrition in the water. That's just me. But that way I can kind of keep track on how many calories I consume. Well, um, just kind of thinking about speaking to some of our listeners who may be thinking about trying trail running or joining a trail group, but they're maybe a little scared or feel like they're not in shape enough to start. You know, what would you want to say to them or advice you want to give them? Oh, I can totally understand why, <laughs> but trail running is so uh, forgiving and I also feel like the trail running community is very welcoming um, to beginners. Um, and the cool things about being out on the trails is like you don't have to worry about running fast or you can just be out hiking it or like run whenever you can. You know, um, just enjoy being out in nature and not worry so much about, oh my gosh, I'm not in shape, I can't, you know, hang. And it's kind of your time to spend um, uh, out. And, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would say that's one of the things that I loved about trail running too is like you said it's very forgiving it's like you can just choose do I want to jog slow do I want to walk this hill do I want to enjoy the scenery that I'm going by right now and then when I'm ready like yeah and then like you but the fitter you get naturally you might pick up the pace some but um it's so nice not having to look at a certain pace or you know just 
kind doing of, it for the love of being out. Exactly, yeah. Work. And I think that's kind of commonly encouraged in trail running. So you won't hear like, what? Well, you what's your pace? But, you know, <laughs> that's just... The... <laughs> I love that. It's, it's more like, how many hours were you out today? <laughs> yeah, and you can get dirty. I feel oh, like that too, yes. Always, when I come back in from a trail run, I always have dust or dirt or something, mud, and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, that's kind of fun, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I feel like you really did something. That's right, yes, <laughs> yes. Do you have any other questions for Mullen? No, I don't think so. No. Well, Molly, yeah. we really appreciate you having or coming out and talking to us today. It was yeah. really fun. I'm super excited just about what you are doing and your personal goals, um, but also just what you've done so far with trail running. So um, for everyone listening, we'll have some information um, in the podcast notes just about the Fleet Feet locations in Nashville and how to come in and go through the fit process. But thank you for listening. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Nashville Fitness Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by our local physical therapy practice, Be Ready Performance Therapy. Head over to Instagram or our website. You can find us online at BeReadyPT.com or on Instagram at BeReadyPT. On our website as well as on Instagram, we'll have a bunch more great content in which we dive into things a little bit deeper on our blog as well as through our videos on Instagram. If you have any questions or comments of what you might like to hear or might like us to discuss on the podcast, please shoot us an email, chris at bereadypt.com or ross at bereadypt.com. It's our passion to answer your questions, so please don't hesitate to shoot us an email or a direct message. Also, we'd love it if you rated and subscribed to our podcast so that we can continue to make this podcast the best it can be.